Hi guys, happy new year. Hope everyone's doing well. Oh man. Wouldn't be uh, a new year without some sort of technical difficulties, you know. Yeah, right. Uh wouldn't be the show without some sort of something going on. <laughs> oh man, well Joseph, it's been uh let's see. Godzilla was what 3 weeks ago? Is that right? It was. 2 2 weeks ago? Uh, all right too long all right yeah it, it has been a long time but we're back uh you know i was looking at i was trying to go back through and remember the stuff that we we reviewed last year um because my tv list is really short and i realized i just i didn't watch a lot of tv this year like television yeah, you didn't, did you? television shows um I had seven that I put on the list, um, and I left Wheel of Time off because I didn't finish it. <laughs> uh. And I'm sure there was some other like random stuff, but it wasn't going to be something that I wanted to actually talk about. You know what I mean? Like if I don't remember, if I don't remember it at this point, it's probably not worth talking about. Not that that a lot of the stuff on here is. I think I've well, actually, no, it's about even. To be fair, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So actually, I would say mostly half and half for good and bad. Um, but I had just completely forgotten about some of the stuff from this year, even though we talked some of this. We've it's only been a couple months since we talked about it. It's just crazy how fast right, how it? fast everything moves now. Yeah, just last year we were uh, around this time getting ready for. The Last of Us. Mm -hmm. It's true. Yeah, I was looking on that, and I was like, man, I can't believe it's almost been a year uh, since we did that. That really that opened up last year for the most part. Um, and, you know, the beginning of this year, at least half of this year, is a little better because uh, Reacher is still playing into the new year, so it's like splitting December-January. Um, and uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's got like your typical issues um with like action logic where someone will use a machine gun and shoot like a Ford Fusion with it and the bullets don't go through the door. <laughs> or at least allegedly, like there's some like weird movie magic stuff that goes on in it a little bit, but I really like that show. It's been um it's been nice to watch something that's just not miserable you know mm. like you yeah, like the witcher <laughs> yeah or wheel of time uh yeah. and uh it, it's it's crazy man because uh i the the chasm if you will between what would what at one time was considered bad and what is now bad i i, I just it, it's why, you know, it's why I told you I don't really like giving out numbers for stuff. Like, I will, because I know it'll it'll give people at least some sort of, like, gauge. I, I just wouldn't take the numbers that I give super, super seriously. It's definitely more about the conversation of the individual pieces of work. Um, And then, like, some of it, I just... I don't know. And, and this year has been has been so weird for bad entertainment 
because there's so much of it now. Like an overwhelming, I, I, I don't, I don't know what's going. Well, I have a theory, and I don't know if I've talked about it on the show before. Um, but I, I think this idea of content creation, um, and if we were to take the time to sit and define like what content is, uh, in in like a modern sense, I think that's the core issue with a lot of what's going on in entertainment. Um, because you used to have like your typical like we we at least from a movie standpoint and and we've talked about this in the past but January was typically your like bad month that's where all of the movies went to die that probably weren't going to make money in other seasons because January is like a weird season where you can throw a bunch of that stuff in there and something might make money Um, and weirdly enough and again I, I wouldn't say I would I would probably give it a, put it in the middle, so it's it's okay, but also somewhat enjoyable. Mathrigan came out in January last year, and was actually kind of entertaining. Whereas like the Flash, Indiana Jones, a lot of Mission Impossible, Blue Beetle, The Creator. Fast X, you know, Five Nights at Freddy's. Like, I'm probably going to get in a lot of trouble for this, but, like, Mothrigan was better than Five Nights at Freddy's. Like, it's it's kind of, like, what it should have been. And and honestly, I think a lot of it's due to the pacing. Um, And I... I would tell you that's where a lot of these... A a lot of the movies and, and TV shows that we'll talk about, like, pacing... Pacing's the problem. Sorry, what were you going to say? No, I was going to say that uh, you mentioned earlier that you like, you know, you know, you'll give a number system, but you typically don't like to. And with the movie I watched last night, I came up with a new system in order <laughs> to rate movies. Um, I don't know if you if you want to wait till we discuss it and talk about it, but I think you'll like my new rating system for mm-hmm. Leave the World Behind. Um, I don't know if you, if you but I think you're right. Like with this year with movies that, it, but. Uh, a lot of things that people think are good. I think what's hard for people to separate is when you look at Five Nights at Freddy's, they're going from their love of the video game over to the movie, and it's like one of the issues with Friday Night Five Nights at Freddy's was everyone kept saying, "Well, we made this for the for the fans." And I'm like, that's a good thing. Like you should yeah. make things, you know, for the diehard fans. I completely agree with that, but I don't think there's a dichotomy between making a film for the diehard fans and a good film yeah agreed i because here's the I, I, let's do it from like the superhero perspective right um if you were to just like oh man well there is a movie this year that uh did this if you were to take like uh what's like a good oh let's take like civil war because like i i think civil war is pretty top tier for marvel um if that movie had just been a whole bunch of like lore dump, Matthew's saying there's an echo. Oh, I don't hear anything. Let me check and had see. Had just on my been end. a whole bunch of like lore dump. Matthew's saying there's an echo. I don't hear anything. It sounds fine on my end. Yeah, I'm not hearing anything either. Sorry, All Matt. All right, good to go. <laughs> Sorry, there's an echo on your end, Matt. You figure it out. <laughs> We've done enough technical. <laughs> We've done enough IT work today. Um, what were we talking about? Yeah, so like, say something like Civil War comes out, 
and there's like all of this like lore dump and all of these references to the actual Civil War comic, but the story sucks and the characters aren't all that interesting. And they go, well, it was made for fans. It's like, well, that's great, but it's not very good. You know, like there are there are things that still need to be involved in a movie that has a lot of lore or background. And like the one that I'll always go back to at this point that I think has been done done really well is um uh oh shoot, it's slipping my mind. Arcane. Where there's a there's a lot of lore involved in that and, and they've officially I'm pretty sure come out and said that Arcane is now the official lore for League of Legends. So moving forward, everything that comes out of that, like that is their actual lore, which I think is really cool. And and they took like a lot of what they did before and they're now turning it into something that's like I don't ever have to play League of Legends. I have no interest right. in, in playing it. But I really like Arcane and I really like a lot of these characters. And so for them to really like build out this world and do it in a way that is loving and there's interesting stories going on and um it's you know doing a lot of the stuff that like and again i hope that i'm not biting my tongue when season two comes out this year um but as of right now it really does stand in a spot where it's like that's how you do it so it's like i I, it's why it kind of bothered me that it's like y'all are lifting up for five nights at freddy's as some sort of like holy grail of like what needs to happen when it's like arcane's been here for a couple of years exactly. like you, you had it already um anyway so all of that being said um yeah here we are and we're going to uh we're going to uh talk about some of the best and the worst stuff that came out this year and de- varying degrees of depth i would say Um, let's do it and i've got my movie list basically set in order of when it came out excuse me guys i'm if i bump my mic i'm sorry i'm moving my hands around too much um of order of when they came out last year so from like january to december basically um roughly i've got 31 of them so i won't go like too crazy with it but and i've already talked about mithrigan which is a weird one. Like I can't necessarily recommend it, recommend it, but if you're a hor- like a horror fan, like it's you know it's PG thirteen. It's just kind of this weird, you know, ro- like sentient robot comes to life and starts murdering its creators. <laughs> it does like, and it, and it's got like a dark sense of humor to it, which is something that, and again, this is probably a topic for another time to go really in depth in. I, I've been thinking a lot about humor in movies that have like really really like where you where you need to draw the line and what makes sense for when a movie should have uh little breaks of like humor whether it's just like screwball or whether it's more of like on that like dark sense of humor side Mm -hmm. um and i don't know because actually one of the other movies that i saw this year cocaine bear uh failed at all of that it's a it's a pretty bad movie um it's not really funny um it was completely sold on the the premise of this bear who gets a hold of cocaine and just like goes crazy but that's only maybe a quarter of the movie 
Um, it actually has, and I don't, I don't know if you remember this from us talking about uh, Violent Night last year, but it's got, it's worse than Violent Night in in the, the pacing aspect that I'm about to talk about. But the whole idea that it's like it spends way too much time on stuff that no one cares about. So like a lot of the the characters that they're trying to build, they're almost like trying to, about. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. hey, that was a big problem with Leave the World Behind too. Okay, so it's like with. Uh, with Violent Night, it was, hey, we want more of Santa doing the Santa stuff. We want more of, yeah. like, Die Hard, but it's Santa, and less of family drama dynamics and villain drama dynamics. Like, some of that and a little bit of that sprinkled in is, f- I think, fine, but it just kind of missed... It, it, it knew what its sort of, like, hook was in like mm-hmm. like being cocaine bear or being santa fighting bad guys you know what i mean like those those movies knew what they were but they didn't dig into it the way that they needed to um so yeah i can't recommend cocaine bear you know it was kind of a on the whim watch cuz the trailers looked funny um but all the best parts are in the trailers yeah that that that's really what sucks that's kind of how 65 was that uh, I was yes. really debating on putting that as my worst movie of the year. It was, man. I mean, you're splitting hairs here. When we when I was going over this <laughs> list, I was really splitting hairs. Like, what's the worst movie this year? And I wish it was a reverse. I wish I was splitting hairs, determining the best movie of the year. But this year, there was a lot of just straight garbage. I can't remember the last time that. There was a year like this to where a majority of the movies were just bad. Yeah, like this bad. Um, this, I. It, where has the writing gone in Hollywood? You know what I mean. I know. It, it seems like it shouldn't be. It's one thing to just have a bunch of average movies. That's I'm fine with that. Like at this point, I would love that. But like <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about, like <laughs> bad if, movies. Yeah. If if we could get, uh, I don't know, if, I, like. M- well, that's not even. I'm, I'm looking at my list, trying to figure out average. Oh goodness, no, it's Joseph! Not average is Silent Night, dude. I watched Silent Night, Leo, Leave the World Behind, The Covenant, Rebel Moon. Oh, I still need to watch Covenant. Was Covenant all any good? in the last freaking week, week and a half, in order to close out this list? <laughs> so I could know. I did. I missed a bunch of stuff, good so I still. Night. So I haven't. I didn't see Captain Marvel two. I haven't seen Thanksgiving. Yes, Covenant was was. Uh, Did you like it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Would you say Covenant would land sort of in your average to slightly above average, or was it like? Did it go a little bit further than that for no, you? I think it was. I think it was closer to average than above average, but okay. I can see above average. Okay, but if you like, were if you, you know, were to get average, a, you consider average what a five? Yeah, pretty much. I think that's yeah, fair. I, <laughs> I would say it's about. Between six and seven. Okay. So if if we were to get... Because, like, I guess for me, and it's not a movie, but if we were to get plenty of stuff that landed more in line with, like, what Reacher is, and not not con- like the exact same kind of content, but the competency of that, where you're like, oh, I kind of like these characters. Oh, this story's uh, pretty interesting. Um, I, I Yeah, I think I would be happy. And that was not what we got this year. <laughs> no. <laughs> at, at, all. at all. Um. The main problem with 
the the covenant was that which is a problem across a lot of movies that we discuss is that they could have easily shaved probably 20 minutes off the time yeah. and had a much more effective movie because there were just certain things that were redundant and, I, and it's like okay guys at some point we get it like let's let's go let's kick it let's keep it kicking like it's a good <laughs> it's, it's a decently well-paced movie yeah it's just like again there's 20 minutes where it's like okay guys we can we get it Oops, sorry guys um yeah yeah i i, I feel that i I, Dang, I, the audience scored at 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, the cover, I don't, no, think I don't care. <laughs> I can see the credits showing like 83%. I can get that, why people would think it's that. For me, yeah. it was like a uh, between a 6 and a 7. I ah. thought I was I was uh, on my flight um, to uh, – I had to watch it on two different flights. On the way there and finish it on the way back. <laughs> um, I – it's been on it's on Amazon. It's been on there for a while and I keep looking at it and go, "Oh, I'm finally going to sit down and watch that." And then I just haven't. Uh, there's <laughs> That's the same thing know. with me. I, I was going to watch John Wick 2 and I was like, "No, I just yeah. need to watch The Covenant." <laughs> um It's like I had to force myself to do it cuz I've been ever since it's been on Amazon Prime, I've been looking at it like, "Yeah, I need to watch this movie." And just <laughs> not getting around to it. But I've got uh let's see. So I yeah, I'm interested to see what your worst movie of the year is. We don't have to get there yet. We don't have to spoil the lead. I'm just saying that. So uh, I still have. I didn't finish Creed three um, because I was on a flight, and so I got I think about halfway through it, and it was all right. Um, yeah. uh, you know, unfortunately, I guess Jonathan Majors had all of that stuff come out, and so he's probably he's probably done in Hollywood for at least about ten years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he's um, somehow stop money though. Maybe. Um That's true. And then Sound of Freedom's on yep. Amazon. I still need to watch that. Yep. Uh and I still need to watch Oppenheimer, uh Last Voyage of the Demeter, Gran Turismo, and A Haunting in Venice. Oh yeah. And those will finish out. And this movie The Bike Riders. Oh, and uh Iron uh Iron Claw. Yep. Oh yeah, we need, to watch, need to watch Iron Claw. Iron Claw. I've heard that was great, um, which I want to. I mean, the trailer it looked from the trailer like a really good movie. Yeah, it looks it looks Leo good. Too. I I heard you it's need to watch that on Netflix. You'll love it, David. Leo is that the one with yeah. the lizard? Yeah, I know. Thank you. I know. I saw uh, uh, your movie sucks. Uh, did like a like mini breakdown of it, and I was like, this is not for me. <laughs> I'm good. No, it's not good at all. Um, so it's not good at all. Let's see. Uh, Scream Six was forgettable, and that franchise is probably done now because Jenna Ortega and the main actress. No way! Th- there is no what? way that critics and audience rated critics rated Leo eighty two percent, and the audience rated it ninety two percent. I stop, oh. dude. Rotten Tomato sucks. I don't even know why you're bothering looking at it. <laughs> okay, I gotta go to Metacritic now. Like <laughs> that's just like I watched that movie, and I'm like, if you've seen every single other adam sandler movie you've seen this like it's the same like typical jokes and and everything which i mean I, you got your stick i get that but yeah i, I mean i like adam sandler don't get me wrong but um it's just it wasn't anything like i mean i guess it's a god dang man yeah i guess i did even on medic critic 
like they're like between six and seven with it and i'm like i guess i didn't see it like that i thought that was about like a three <laughs> i guess my standards are higher i don't know um but yeah so scream six is pretty much i don't know what they're going to do with it now because they they canceled the main actress because of some oh, of her, yeah what she do um she came out in support of palestine i think or like said something about it and so they canceled like she got taken off of screens scream seven and jenna ortega was basically like okay well i'm not coming back <laughs> um yeah. you know not that the, and general like, why taking her off for supporting palestine i mean unless she hey, said something horrific but no i mean i think as far as i know it was just kind of your, your generic opinion of that uh, stuff going on or whatever so and yeah. why is she coming out saying who she supports and what anyway? No one cares. I, I, I know. Like well, no, 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 no. Okay, but yeah, you know that it's like it's all uh, activism. activism now. Yep. You know what I mean? I know. And it's and it's so weird, dude, because it's like it's 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 a, it's uh the your opinions still have to go on the correct index card. Or the over, you have to be with what is it like in the Overton window or whatever it is. Yeah. Um. You can't like if you're it doesn't next card of approved opinions. Yeah, of allowable opinions. Um. If there's uh if if you have an opinion about something, right or wrong, you know, and it's and it's funny dude because like do you remember when people said that cancel culture was like not a thing? Yeah. Do you remember yeah, that? I do. Like I it it's it's. It's so strange to me that it's like, oh no, no, it's not a thing. Like that's just like a theory, or like that's just, uh, like you're just like reading into these situations too much. It's like no, they are, they're axing people for their opinions. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, and even you, in that sense, like, yeah, you know, with this lady in Scream getting axed for again, unless she said something like and calling for violence someone or like that. someone can correct me yeah but i think it, as far as i know when it came out it was like oh no she just came out in support of uh the palestinians or something um but i don't i don't know for sure cuz it was a couple months ago you know yeah um and then general ortega was like oh, i'm just not coming back and i don't think she needs to i'm pretty sure she's big enough at this point that she can get whatever role she wants and i don't think scream is helping her career at this point though i think that movie did okay uh, I think she's, I think she's probably being wise and trying not to get typecast as a specific um, character. You know, since she did, what you call it, Wendy or no Wednesday, Wednesday, yeah, Wendy. <laughs> oh man, I forgot to watch that. Did that come out in twenty twenty three or twenty twenty two? I don't know. Oh. That was last year. That was or sorry, that was twenty two. Now yeah, that we're here. So let's see. Oh, dang. Guardians of the Galaxy 3. So hang also. on. Scream 6 had a production budget of 35,000 and it made 168 million. No, 35 million and made 168 million. Okay. So it was very successful. And a very weird time for that to come out because I think it was like March. So I don't know who's still going to see these movies. Like they really haven't been very good in a very long Gen time. Z, man. I've, I've found, <laughs> I, I, and obviously I don't know everyone in Gen Z, but I found like it seems like Gen Z is a lot more um, easier to please with movies and shows. Mm -hmm. Like, who's rating all this stuff so highly? 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess some people, you know, people are still going to movies. I, Scream is such a weird one, though. You know? I, I don't, is that I, name recognition? I, I guess so. I, maybe, like, Jenna Ortega being in it has, like, more pull than I realize. So I guess we'll have to probably uh, we'll, does considering yeah. social media and everything. You know if, what I mean? If if they make another one and she's not in that one, we'll have to see if it if it you know we can find like the connection there. You know what I mean? Uh, sorry, what was the next one you wanted to talk about? So we wanted to talk about the another movie that came out this year, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Ah uh, yes. Which I, like to me, Dungeons and Dragon Dungeons and Dragons was all right. You know, like below average to all right. Well, isn't it funny that I think? No, I mean, I I would probably put it into to like average, like like five ish. Um, especially. And and it's maybe it's not fair. Like ah oh, man, it's like this is why I still I really want to lock in like a good. Um. Metric system on how to yeah methodology on how to review this and. How to do the ratings for them so we can have a good, clear thought processes process out when discussing it. Yeah, and and to be fair, like some of it is just it's been so long now. I mean, D and D was what summertime. It was summertime. Something like that. Um, I mean, the reviews are out there. Like, I'll I'll stand by that for the most part. And it's not like I'm not allowed to sort of like tweak my feelings about a movie. Um, I I didn't hate it, but it also didn't like I've seen a couple people be like oh it's my favorite movie this year and i'm like i don't understand that (laughs) um biggest problem with dungeons and dragons was that i felt i thought that i've already seen it in guardians um of the galaxy 3 and you know kind of this marvel-esque type movie um but I mean, I know other people had fun with it, and I get yeah. where people are coming from. I don't, I don't fault people for being like, "Hey, this was a good movie to me." I can see where someone would be coming from with that, but to me, it just seemed like seeing another Marvel CGI fest. Um, uh, yeah, just, you can't ever take things serious, and I think I was at the time too with myself, just uh, stuck maybe, in the mud with all these Marvel movies, maybe, and that's probably didn't help myself in watching this movie. Yeah, uh, maybe. Dungeons and Dragons needed to be a little more serious. Maybe it needed to be less of a uh, slapstick comedy. Yeah, the ragtag group of individuals that come together, which I don't necessarily yeah. mind that. But no, and there's some interesting stuff in it from from what the, I can recall. But yeah, I and maybe that's been my problem this year is like I. I would really like if you're I'm almost maybe it's a mood thing, but I would prefer stuff that's like more serious with levity in it than like light in tone with some serious moments. Yep. Um, It's like, okay, so take um, because like an example of that, I'm jumping ahead just a little bit and I don't need to talk about the creator anymore. Like there's a whole review of it um, on uh, on YouTube. Um, that we did, uh, or that I did, like, breaking everything down. Um, But that was kind of an example of a movie that, like, I really wish it had just been borderline fully serious um, because the jokes that are in it are bad. Yeah. Um, It's not, like, they're not good. They they really drag the movie down. Um, Now, it's not the only problem with that movie. I mean, the 
the creator really did turn out to be pretty average to below average. Um, I know some people that just like hated it, but like I think there's some, at the very least, there's some interesting stuff there. Um, that it's a movie that I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, it's a movie that should, excuse me, it's a movie that should have stayed in the oven just a little bit longer. They they should have mm-hmm. tweaked it. They should have done some rewrites. Um, because it's really disappointing that they there's made potential kind of, there for there's, it. Yeah, pretty cool. A lot of um interesting stuff going on there. Uh, you know, it has some interesting themes and you know pulls from like actual history in a few places that I I think works for the setting. Uh, but the actual move, like the actual plot, is just kind of not great. Um, and like I said before, the jokes drag it down really bad. Um, but yeah, D and D for me, it's mostly forgettable. You know, it's not something that I'm going to be thinking about a whole lot. It it does make me want to go back. Sometimes it does make me want to go back and watch the stuff that's like, man, it's not like real fresh in my mind. Um, it's like maybe I would have a different perspective. Like D and D is a movie that I could see watching again and having a slightly different perspective on. Now I don't know if that would go like more positive or more negative more negative but yeah. i don't know um well, did you see shazam the new one yes no yes a bit, uh a bit fury of, of the gods like, yeah, I'm not pretty forgettable this movie yeah it's got um what's her face in sorry it. zach but yeah that movie Whew. um uh, you know dc this year is the epitome of like playing everything safe and just creating like eh, you know uh bad to below to average move like below average to average movies i would say yeah you know what i mean yeah. i mean i didn't see it you know i try not to see a ton of them didn't go see aquaman uh because at this point i just don't care um yeah it, and uh, you know Aqu- yeah, shazam was a wet fart uh yeah Uh, However, yeah, go ahead. I did go see The Little Mermaid, oh, and by all means, because this is one that I did not see this year. I just gotta say, <laughs> I'm, I, I'll let you know, but I'm still. This is gonna go down to the wire for me, David, on what the worst <laughs> movie of the year is. The Little Mermaid's in serious contention, only and wow. mainly because of Aqua Phoenix or whatever her name Aquafina. was. Like the Aquafina. like the water, yeah, Aquafina. Um, that rap sincerely gave me a headache. <laughs> I did. I that's the only thing. I, that's the only thing I've seen from that movie is her song. <laughs> and we discussed it earlier, but yeah, uh, you know, earlier in the year I talked about it, and I, that's the first time I can remember in a long time going to a movie theater and getting a headache because of the content within it. Yeah, and a rap, and I was just like. Aquafina, I understand you got that bad that bag for this movie. I'm sure some good money. They better paid you enough for that freaking crap because that's some of the worst garbage I've ever seen in a movie. Which is saying something considering all the Marvel movies I've seen. Yeah, which is one thing I haven't seen any of the ones that came out this year. I and I don't, I'm not counting uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse because it's Sony. Well, um, you saw Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that's right. So that's the only yeah, that's the only one I saw this year. I didn't see Quantumania or the Marvels. Now, yeah, will I at some Quantumania point? Maybe. The Marvels. Uh, the Marvels is Don't like. Lie. 
the Marvels is like a sick curiosity at this point. Like, <laughs> but I'm I'm waiting. I'm just waiting until it's on streaming. I I just want them to release the Snyder cut of the Batgirl movie. Uh, yeah, Ugh, we'll get there. That's what. That's the movie we never got this year. Listen, Batgirl. we we got to go out on a high note, so we gotta we gotta wait for for that one. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, The Little Mermaid was a huge, just magnificent waste of time. But the other one that's in contention that I told you, you know, I, I was thinking of a new kind of way to review movies to like some kind of metric to gauge. And after watching Leave the World Behind, I figured it out. I give that movie 26,171 bombs um, since Obama's... Uh, since the Obama's executive produced it. Um, oh, jeez. Because that movie, dude, David, <laughs> you want to talk about the most pretentious piece of dog crap, waste of time <laughs> of two hours and 15 minutes. It's like you go to an art gallery, you see this piece of crap artwork, and there's someone there that's trying to tell you like how great and amazing this thing is and i'm like dude all he did was take green paint and just launched it in the air and see where it landed and that's it yeah like you get what i'm saying yeah and I, i'm all for abstract i'm not talking about legit abstract art sure. so we don't get any nasty comments um i'm uh, just saying cares, like but... something that you know like you go somewhere and it's like no this is absolute absolute crap yeah um but someone's trying to be pretentious and talk about how sophisticated and great it is that's how leave the world behind is. Yeah, it's probably um, just mon money laundering. It's got, <laughs> you know, it's got to be. <laughs> like don't get me wrong, I, I enjoy Mahershala Ali and seeing him in the movie. I was like, oh, I miss seeing him because he's such a good actor. Yeah. And then Kevin Bacon plays Kevin Bacon really well in the movie. Oh. Okay. Um. There's like r really only one scene with him. <laughs> there's two. Like he's technically in two scenes, but the first one that he's in is probably only like 15, 20 seconds. Um. And then the second one. You know, you actually get to camp well, out there for like five or ten minutes or so. Listen, and that scene is fine, but like that movie doesn't make any sense. We're getting, uh, we're getting the sequel uh, this summer in Civil War. <laughs> so, I hope you're ready. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I can't I'm wait, dude. Um, you know, I'm always ready for social programming. Uh, right, uh, John Wick Four. They're turning the frogs. No. <laughs> Um, old John Wick Four, man. Yeah, I don't. This movie, especially over time, has I think soured more. Uh, though I'll I'll say this. Really? Yes. It soured on you. It's oh yeah, on you dude. No, that movie is. <laughs> that, <laughs> I've gone the opposite no, way. From that you. movie's not good. Um, and it's uh, it's really, it's really annoying. Um, because it's like. The staircase scene, he's basically and <laughs> he's basically invincible until he's not. Oh, he definitely has some. Uh, uh, it's not even plot. It's not even plot armor, armor, dude. It's, is the same as old girls, Korra's uh, in Rebel Moon. Yes. Think it's the same, or do you think? She no, it's a hundred. It's like a hundred percent the 100 same. Hundred percent the same. Yeah. Oh, he does have some thick plot armor. His is even. I. You could probably argue his is more ridiculous because, like. They wrote in that his suit is bulletproof, and he's running around putting the suit above his head. And then I'm thinking to myself, like, and maybe we talked about this when we reviewed it, but, like, why didn't they just make masks out of that material? 
like if that's if that's possible and then like not only that but it's like so does the suit okay so the suit just stops bullets it doesn't like the 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 idea of um like energy from a bullet hitting you doesn't exist either so it's like okay sure it's like you're not dying from the bullet but like do you feel anything doesn't really seem that way they just kind of bounce off like it's a really thick piece of metal or something um he jumps out of like a three-story building and doesn't die he gets hit by multiple vehicles and doesn't die and it's like it doesn't do enough for me in the opposite way because it's like it's kind of a scale you know where you're like you're kind of putting weights on the scale of like is this good is this bad like where does this sort of weigh out ultimately and like there is one really good wonder shot like when he uses the the <laughs> Augustus Tiberius said I might unsubscribe now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, John Wick 4 is not very good. Um you are more than welcome to like it, but yeah, I've gone, I've gone the I've gone the opposite way from you. It's kind of grown on me. I I just think they need to with the fifth one. They need to decide and lean into do they want to go more comical with it like lean into that more goofy side or go back to the more serious tone well that's a yeah that's the thing is it's kind of like the tone's kind of a mess and it's it's like i think you're right like they could have still kept all of that and how how had him get sincerely injured and then have his you know the friends that were in the movie help him and come to his aid um but yeah no i mean he definitely had some some serious plot armor there's no no doubt about that and i do want to say just mention real fast a happy new year Dungeon Master Blaster, General Stonewall 57, Sandy, um, and Augustus Tiberius. They had uh, said Happy New Year in the chat, so I just wanted yeah, to... the troll room. Hey, I mean, listen, yeah. they're the troll room for a reason. Um, yeah, no, I mean, like, there's... And there's no forgiving that... That stair that stairway scene. Dude, you can't Master defend Blaster, that. what's you wrong with that. you? You can't defend he that. He said, I saw the first John Wick, and I zoned out every time the action starts. I, I, if I could put you in timeout right now, I would put you in timeout for one minute for saying that about the first one. The first one's great. Uh, but yeah, no, you can't really defend him falling down four flights of stairs. Every time I see that, Dude, I laugh. it's so I literally, it's I literally so went to goofy. Uh, it, yeah. watch it recently just to, just to laugh. Um, All right. And then he falls three flights of story, uh, stories, isn't that right? Oh, yeah, he jumps out a window, falls three stories, and smashes onto a vehicle and gets up and walks away. It's like, okay, cool, Black Widow, anyone? You know? Like, I can't, I can't, I can't look at, like, Black Widow in particular and then, you know, let John Wick off the, let John Wick off the hook for some, uh, for some similar stuff. Dang, David's getting some pushback out in the troll room. The trolls are coming after you. Bro, for dude, your John, 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 four dude, John Wick is like a sacred cow to people. Like, I like the first movie, and I think they get progressively worse for the most part. Um, I thought the second one was a bit worse, and then the third one brought it back closer. Yeah. I think the third one's probably the second best one. It's uh, probably the series. I, I just don't remember, dude, because it's like it's two and a half hours of just like action. And I, I get it. Like, some people are into that, but it's like. I don't know. If you're expecting me to have, like, a different opinion or whatever, it's like, whatever. (laughs) Don't waste your time with Silent Night, dude. That trailer. Was that, like, the best of it? Like, was the movie? I'll probably probably check it out at some point. Yeah, do Uh, it, and then let me know your thoughts. I'm telling you, man. I mean, uh, slugfest. All right. The next one I've got on here is the Mario movie. 
Oh, yeah, good movie. Yep. I th- I don't think it's going to blow anybody away, but I I thought it was pretty solid. Good pace. I thought it was pretty solid. Good pacing. Well, especially <laughs> it, the payoffs. Yeah. It it may be that movie may be an example where the pacing might have been a little too breakneck. You know? Like it's pretty dang go 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 go, which like I guess is fine. I don't know. I liked it. I think it um, was. People are still like upset about the peach controversy where it's like, you know, she's kind of girl bossy, I guess. Because uh, uh, she's like a, you know, she's the the ruler. I don't I don't know. I don't. We, and we I remember us talking about this at the time, but it's so funny to me because it's like, well, she's kind of girl bossy. And I'm like, I don't. OK, <laughs> I don't really think that holds water in this one because, you know, it shows she. You know, went there as a child, so of course she's gonna have spent all this time training, and but you know, yeah, it um, is what it is. I mean, people just see a strong. I don't people content I, to this day and age to see a strong female character lead, and due to all the hot garbage out there of yeah, you know, to to use this word, I know we don't like using it necessarily, but uh, the woke uh, agenda kind of you know just women being mary susan everything Dude, rebel uh, moon can't have a, yeah because they can't have a weakness we'll get but, to it but there's a but difference she's not i don't really see that with her in that movie and uh, and mario still gets to pay off at the end it's not like she subverts him if she would have subverted him at the end and been the one to save the day i would have seen that and i'm yeah. like okay you're calling this mario if this was peach i would more so Bro, understand it's that, not but. like mario died in the first 15 minutes and the rest of the movie was about peach Oh, speaking of television shows, I need, I almost forgot about that one. Scott Pilgrim. I still got to talk about my television shows, my worst ones. Of yeah. Um, and best ones. I, I just think, like, I'm, I'm all right with it, like, with her character and the way that she's characterized bothering people if they were hoping for something a little more traditional um, from Peach totally fine i get the criticism um but i think when you stack her up next to what would probably be considered quote-unquote girl bossy something like rebel Mm -hmm. moon what they did with ramona and scott pilgrim the tv series um ahsoka witcher oh gosh the witcher's terrible about it i just don't it's not it's just not on the same level for me you know, uh, yeah, I don't really see it. I don't. She's yeah. I don't know. I, I try to consider it, but her being a girl boss, uh, I don't see that aspect. Because again, <laughs> when I go back to Arcane, and you know, I need to go watch Mario again to uh, remember everything with it. But I thought Peach had a weakness in there. Well, I mean, I, th- I yeah, I think she gets beat by Bowser. Yeah. Um, at the end, but it's again, I, I haven't seen it in. That movie came out pretty early this year too. Yeah, and only watched it one time. So, um, oh yeah. Uh, speaking of terrible uh, TV shows, I would have to. Yeah, I had to give it to The Witcher. The Witcher takes the the worst TV show of the year for me. I mean, you do have Willow Time, Citadel, um, Night Citadel, Action. Was Citadel Citadel this year? It was. This we year. just we I just know. never okay. We just I watched it. it. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I just couldn't remember if it was this year or last year. Yeah, it was this year. Um, um 
but though you know so will of time citadel night action ahsoka they all gave they all gave the, the witcher a run for its money but the witcher was just i think due to i think it just obliterated the lore more so than will it oh man it's hard to say that <laughs> no i just think no, don't you can't you can't say that because it's just not true <laughs> uh, they probably both equally uh, bro at least at least Geralt look is looks and is described somewhat like he's supposed to be in the yeah, I feel like with Will of Time there's at least stuff you can pull out that's enjoyable I don't I never Bruh. got that with The Witcher well, I don't even know how you could I mean like you're The Witcher is on the same level for sure with that I don't see how you could find you're anything splitting, enjoyable you're splitting in hairs that here, David. he's I'm splitting hairs to... no I think they're I mean they're probably both because like I Wheel of I mean I didn't finish Wheel of Time Wheel of Time is a hundred percent the worst show of the year for me. I mean, it's it's it was a miserable experience to sit through. Gosh, they were horrible, weren't they? They were so. It's so. I finished. Bad. Though. You need to stop being a quitter. It's so bad. The Witcher does good numbers for us. Wheel of Time do, didn't and doesn't. That's true. Um. It, it it's like. The Wheel of Time is very similar to Rebel Moon to me. Mm. Where it's like they are pretending. Now, the Wheel of Time is a book series. The book series. Very big, developed world, lots of characters, lots of things going on, right? Mm -hmm. The show is like Rebel Moon in the sense of where they want you to believe that's what's happening, but that's not the case. Um, and it's, it's just like, it, it just like things happen and you're like, okay, well, why is this happening? Like what, why, why is, uh, this person doing this thing that they're doing and why are they doing this? And like, it, there were, there, and man, I, I wish I could remember more of that show. Um, but it's like, no, the, I know I wrote down. The way I, remember, I was trying to go in depth with a little time, and you oh yeah, that day, and I were, and I wrote down so much information. Like, why did this happen? What did this mean? Why are we yeah. here? How did we get here? Like, like, nothing added up. But that's kind of The Witcher too. Sandy, so maybe they're just both even. Because I don't think anybody could say that The Witcher was. No, better. I wouldn't. I know. I they're uh, they're probably on the same level for me. I mean, it, at the very least, at, at least Henry Cavill was there, right? I mean, like he's. He's got at least a little bit of like gravitas, and he's like doing his best. And I can't say that about anybody in Wheel of Time. Uh, that's true. They can't like they. Yeah. It's there's everyone is it's all of the acting is flat. There the character development and anything going on in it is all exposition. Does it remind you of a certain movie that came out recently? There's there's I don't necessarily agree with you though on all the acting being flat though. I don't think that's true with the Wheel of Time. I think most of it, yes. But I think that um, the lady that played the evil chick that falls in love with main character dude or whatnot, um, what's her name? I thought she did I good. Can't remember her name. I thought either. she did good. And uh, that's really about it. I, yeah, outside of that, yeah. No, I mean, it just – because, like, there are moments where – so, in like, with Rebel Moon, like, Digimon Hansu, there are, like, moments where he's trying pretty hard. You like you can tell that he's like at least trying to take what the, like abysmal material they're giving him. Like he's like trying to take it seriously or whatever. 
Yeah. Um, but all of it still just falls completely flat. It's so just your, it, it doesn't the, mean uh, anything. Do you want to talk about Rebel Moon now? No, we not we're not we're not there yet. It just keeps coming up in conversation because it's. <laughs> um. All right. Well, then I told you my worst, my favorite TV show of the year. Let's on a more positive note. Now, the ones that were in contention were One Piece, The Bear, and that's it. Um. And I'm gonna go with I went with One Piece. I was really I think for me, okay. Um, I really enjoyed it because I was just shocked. Like I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was by Netflix, <laughs> and it was a good shock. And I like that. That's that's what I want. It gave, like I got the same feeling watching One Piece that I got kind of in a similar sense with Godzilla. Uh, with more so with Godzilla was that we talked about in our review, and we don't have to rehash it. Yeah, is that. Uh, it, it felt weird going to the movie uh, movie theater, being excited for a movie, and coming out and that expectation being uh, not just met, which is I'm happy with, but exceeded, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. And with One Piece, I had no expectation at all. I didn't know anything. I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch this anime because, you know, David's been telling me to watch it. Um, <laughs> and... I watched the first episode and I was like, oh, it, it, like it was wacky. I'm like, okay, let me watch the second one and the third one. And I got really into it. I enjoyed the morality, kind of the, the high fantasy, um, the goodness to it. Yeah. And I think there's so much of that missing. And that's why like, The Bear is a great series. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I've enjoyed it. But I need to start with that. One Piece, I, I you're going to win me on the – the good aspect of it, the good morality, yeah. the uplifting tones, the positivity, because we get more so Game of Thrones level stuff to where everything's a nihilistic and a drag. <laughs> well, uh, my a drag, not in a sense of like what well, Game of Thrones was the yeah. last few seasons, but a drag in the sense of you're constantly down in the dumps because bad things are happening. Um, and one piece has that uplifting tone and theme and message. Yes. Um, and the acting was great. The writing was really good. The directing, the pacing, the editing. I thought they did a great job of balancing things. Um, so, yeah. Well, we'll our One Piece review is already up, so I'm not going to we'll say go, too much about yeah. it. So. so, I'm I'm torn. Beef was also another one I watched, by the way. If you haven't had a chance to watch Beef, um, it is pretty raunchy. Okay. I don't what it, I don't even know what it was. I wasn't about. expecting it to be that raunchy, but oh, Beef was a uh, good series on uh, Netflix. Chosen one. Okay, I'm actually remembering stuff that I watched TV shows I watched this year, just like as we're talking about this stuff. So my list has increased a little bit. <laughs> so I'm gonna okay. This is gonna be probably my at least my second controversial opinion of the the night. Um, I think I'm giving best television show to Fall of the House of Usher, which I feel Ooh. like is like I don't really care, uh, but I really enjoyed the show. It's so got a, it, it's got go ahead. Isn't that a horror TV show? Yeah. Have you been going to church lately? <laughs> Good one. Um. Yeah, I think so. So it's like One Piece. The Chosen One, Fall of the House of Usher are probably my top three of the year. I think I could easily be swayed in any direction. Um, I 
just there's a lot of really good acting in that show is that what pulled it through for you because like for I me think one so. piece was like the character writing yeah it was all of the house of usher was it the character writing it a lot of it's the character writing yeah and you know no matter what you think of mark hamill in his personal life he puts in an excellent performance in the show um, oh mark hamill's a great actor yeah he he just like he nails his performance in it um it's you know when I, okay and I'll, and I'll let me say this it's like it's a it's got its faults for sure there's a couple things in it that i'm like didn't 100 percent work for me um because the you know it's it's based off loosely by the way uh the edgar Allan poe story the troll room did not like me saying that mark hamill is a uh great actor <laughs> i suspect but he is yeah whatever you know, i mean like i think it, it you know it holds up i mean you got you got to separate that personal and business side you know yeah i mean yeah he's there's definitely he probably would hate me as a person in real life um yeah. based on like the way that he acts um towards other people but yeah i mean like can't deny it i really can't like i think that it's it's pretty strong um and uh I I like, you know, Have it's you seen Mark Hamill in that uh, space opera movie. His acting in that's pretty good. Oh, gosh! It's like, what are you talking <laughs> you know, about? The one that came out a few years ago. Uh, the last Jedi. Yeah, let's stop, please. <laughs> that oh, poor yeah, guy. No, uh, he that that poor man. You know, I know he did not like. I'm pretty sure someone like threatened his life for him to like stop talking about how stupid <laughs> those movies were. Um, I respect him for that. Yeah, I, I, it's just really, it's really strong, man. Um, yeah, it's got, it's got problems for sure. Um, and and I, the most of them I wouldn't deny. Like, there, there's like some stupid modern day politics stuff that they put in there that's like, ugh. But there's some really good, um, uh, there's a really good monologue in it uh, about business, like modern business practices, and um, oh, Augustus Tiberius. Thank you for the $20 super chat. Uh, it says, oh. Happy New Year, guys. Haven't been able to tune in lately, but always enjoy listening, watching Studio Ghibli movies at the moment. If you have seen any, what are your thoughts? Any favorites? Um, Jake D and I recently watched uh, Spirited Away again. Or it's the I haven't seen it in a really long time, and I think it was the first time he'd seen it. And it's the one that is I... Is that on HBO Max? It is, and it's the one I've been trying to get you to watch for a while, so maybe this is the year for you to finally watch it. Um, <laughs> it's wonderful. It's the That movie came out, I think, 2001, and the animation is still so good. Um, and then I love uh, Princess Mononoke um, uh, as well, uh, which... The first time I saw that, that movie was a lot darker than I had uh, expected it to be from uh, from Studio Ghibli. So, um, yeah, love love Ghibli movies. There's quite a few I still haven't seen though, um, and and I'm I'm working through them. And we're gonna, it's not Studio Ghibli, but I I have an anim, I have an anime movie on my list that I want to talk about. So, I hear you on that, man. Maybe this is the year. Uh, this is the year. Tiberius, I'm gonna bug you. You are uh, our producer for one of our producers for episode 157 with that donation. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, I have to I have to watch that on HBO Max and uh, let you know my thoughts. I know we started to watch it one day and then we had to stop and go do something. I can't remember what happened. My dog probably threw up or something. Um, but yeah, definitely we'll get to it. I'm gonna get into more anime because One Piece left a good impression uh, on me. 
awesome. I, just don't start with hardly. that. Just don't start with that as an anime because you won't finish it for like three years. No, I'm not starting with that. That's how many seasons <laughs> was in that? It's like yeah, bump that. Um, but yeah, so follow the House of Ushers at the moment's probably number one, and then it's One Piece, and then it's the Chosen One, um, which is a little one. yeah, it's a little Netflix series about a village that believes that uh, Christ has been reincarnated uh, in their little village in Mexico. Um, and uh, I won't tell you what happens, but they may or may not be correct about that. And it's it's kind of like an interesting little like. I, I think it's interesting. It's because it's kind of like the 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 human aspect of it of like what people will potentially believe. You know, mm. it's it, I'm trying to. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, because I'm trying not to spoil it because like there's I, I caught your drift. There's a lot that that goes on in it. And it's it's kind of like there's a bit of commentary on the human condition in it, um, and so that's really what kind of got me. And it's like, what happens if this like little kid is like thrust into this position? Because um, you know, anyway, it's it's it, it was interesting. Um, and again, it's like that's that's kind of what I'm looking for these days. Um, and then I'm gonna, I would put Reacher on this list, but since it's not done, I don't know. I, it feels kind of unfair to me. I think the only reason why I didn't give the chosen one a watch is I was hearing a lot of people talking about how it was heretical, but maybe I should give it a watch to see. Was there anything uh, that struck you as heretical in it? Not that I can remember. Or, or not blasphemous, like heretical or blasphemous. No, I mean like the idea that it's like Christ reincarnate I mean, I again. Horror movies. Oh my so. gosh. No, I mean, like, I don't think that it's it's something that you're not gonna go away from this and and feel like, oh, I've been like spiritually so manipulated. The, yeah. So the whole thing from this is the whole idea of this is that he is Christ reincarnated. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yes. Okay. Allegedly. Gotcha. Um, but the uh, yeah, I can't I can't give away too much. It's like short too. I think it's like six episodes. Um, I like just kind of watched it on a whim and, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I, well, <laughs> I hear you on that. I guess that wraps up TV shows pretty uh, much. Um, there's some other stuff so what, on here that like, so what's your favorite movie of the year? No, oh, it's still minus one. That hasn't changed. Yeah. Me or it hasn't changed after watching the covenant. Hunger Games, Leave the World Behind, Rebel Moon, Silent Night, and Leo. I, it's definitely Godzilla. That okay, just, so I it. It, it, let but me. Who was your runny up, runner up? How about that? It might be Extraction Two, of the stuff that I've seen this year. Uh, that's tough. It might be Extraction Two, and then talk to me. Yeah, it's extra Extraction Two for me. What's funny though is that I really don't think that after seeing. Dang it, yeah. I, I would give it Extraction 2 over The Covenant. Um, uh, what's funny, though, is that with all these movies that are listed, I would probably put Hunger Games below oh, Five Nights at Freddy's. I forgot, I forgot that came out. <laughs> it, it really wasn't, like, Dude. as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was bad, don't get me wrong, but... I mean, you got Indiana Jones 5 and stuff like Bro. that. That's not what we're here for. We're Holy talking about smokes. best movie. Definitely Godzilla um, and the emotional impact of that. I need to, I cannot wait for that to come out so I can buy it. Um, 
and watch it as much as I'd like. I'm uh, definitely going right. to get a physical copy of that. I'm ho- I'm really hoping because I don't think we're going to get the black and white release in America. Um, Hunger Games looks like it. It, it did all right. I was checking because it's yeah. it was struggling for a while there, but it. I mean, if you believe its budget and we go with the double your budget. It made money. I mean, I don't think it probably made as much as it was probably hoping, but I I don't know where that series is going to go f- moving forward anyway. I don't I don't know if they're even, you know. Wonka's been making money, dude. Has Wonka it really? made like yeah. I don't know what his budget was, but it's made three hundred eighty four. Holy smokes! Oh, it destroyed what it was. Its expectations were. Oh yeah yeah yeah. It's produ- well, its production budget was one hundred twenty five million. Okay. That seems so, high. Dagum. So. You gotta think like. Well, you know what's weird though. No, I haven't heard anyone talking about it. So three seventy five. Really, you're probably looking at four fifty to, to break even. To break even, so that yeah. Four fifty okay. to five hundred million to Jeez. break even realistically, because now it's no longer the two times. It's like two and a half to three times, um, and it's probably even. You gotta think they're not even collecting. I'm I guess about so. All the numbers, I just I don't know if I don't even know because people have been saying that, but the, like. Was there that much marketing for Wonka? Because, like, that that's the thing is, like, we always say kind of, like, double because you get in it, like, kind of an idea. And then I keep hearing people go, no, well, now you two and a half, three times, and some people are, like, even four times. And I'm like, well, hang on, like. There's this guy I follow on Twitter um, that does a really good in-depth analysis huh. because when you're looking, you know, the difference, basically just what the difference is between profit and revenue and he more so follows disney movies than right. dc um and well that he makes... gets into all the tax you know the yeah. taxes what they're getting you know the theater fees and all that mill new and that, uh yeah that makes think, that makes sense times probably is more right more accurate huh. yeah Ugh, that seems nuts Ugh. yeah i've been hearing i haven't heard anybody talking about wonka like, yeah, I, I haven't heard anyone I know, about, except for one group of people. Yeah, that said that it was actually good. Hmm. So I know a lot of people surprised. I know a lot of people that were like saying they were people were getting upset because it's a musical, and I'm like, y'all, the first one's a musical. <laughs> like the original one's a musical. Aren't all of them a musical? Uh, I don't know the original one is. I didn't Johnny watch the Depp? one with Johnny Depp. I saw it years and years and years ago. I don't remember anything about it except it being like him just like trying way too hard. Like they went way over the top with him, you know? Yeah. Um, hmm. I do agree with you, though, that Extraction 2 is my runner up for Man, this year as Sisu well. Sisu was really good too, though, but I feel like Sisu might fall into fourth place for me. Um,. Man, I like Sisu. I don't know. I feel like I'd have to go back and watch. If Sisu might. Sisu might beat out Talk to Me for the third spot. Only because there's like some stuff. There's some like plot stuff in Talk to Me. That. Doesn't work. Uh, or it's like it's a little kind of confusing about like mechanics, <laughs> if yeah. that makes sense. Um, but I also there's oh man, I also really liked that movie. Maybe the, it's tough, man. I didn't actually think I would, you know. It's still, again, it's a small group, right? 
I mean, that's what, like four movies? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to look down this list to see if there's anything else in here. No, that, that those are the four movies for sure this year that I've seen that I, I think are probably would be my my top picks. Um, Sisu's an easier recommendation for people, you know. Um, yeah. As long as they're not like squeamish about violence, because it's pretty violent. Um, All right. Now, what's your worst movie of the year? Do you want to get there now? Yeah, that's fine. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's tough, dude. Okay, I I think deep down, I think deep down, it's Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think <sighs> That's the other one I was considering too. I think it's Indiana Jones, and I think it's Indiana Jones, and and I, this is so what, what was the other ones that were in competition with Indiana Jones? Oh well, after Indiana Jones, it's Rebel Moon. Okay. And I'll, I can explain why. Um, it's Indiana Jones because Indiana Jones is a prime example of how you ruin a franchise. Like, just absolutely. Because, like, I, listen, I, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is not a good movie. It I, it looks like a masterpiece compared to uh, Dial of Destiny. Yeah. Like, at, at least there is an attempt with Kingdom of the Crystal Skull to be an Indiana Jones movie, Dial of Destiny is not that. And it's it's such a me- it's a mess of a movie. It, it the logic in it is not even a thing. Like the 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 MacGuffin, like the thing that he's chasing after is just like the stupidest like woo-woo object I think that they've ever put in one of these movies you know what I mean like it doesn't have like Indiana Jones has, Indiana Jones has always had a bit of groundedness to it you know you had the Ark of the Covenant you had a cult in India which was maybe like at the time of the original three that one might be the most like kind of you know magic esque one and then you had uh the holy grail so it's like they were at least going for this idea of like artifacts um that are uh potentially in existence somewhere like you can going into an audience and like watching this you're like okay he is an archaeologist who's going after like these actual things and at least the concept of the crystal skull like i don't i don't think they did a very good job with it at all Um, but at least the concept of the crystal skull was still sort of within that realm even though and it's this isn't the place to get into to that movie, but like it just didn't work, you know. Right. But it, conceptually, like there was something there, and then in the new one, they're just like, well, what about time travel? And you're like, you lost a pl- you jumped the shark, you jumped the shark. Um, and that's why I think it beats Rebel Moon. I think in an, in an, in a different year where Indiana Jones like was just kind of Crystal Skull bad. <laughs> you know, or, you know, who knows, maybe in a different timeline could have been great. Um, Rebel Moon um, is just a prime example of like, I think it's it's the best example of the year of like character writing gone wrong. Mm. Or yeah. like, and, and oh man, maybe that's not the right, the right way to put it. It's, I was going to say, I don't know. It's I, I like, I wasn't as hard pressed on Rebel Moon as you were. It is it is a frustrating like I I'm fascinated and frustrated by Rebel Moon. 
because I I want to know how this production went. Like I want to be in the writers' room. I want to. I want. I wish I could have just been like like shadowed the entire creation of Rebel Moon because it's like like none of it works. Not it, like it doesn't work. There's like because okay, and I and I can't. I guess I haven't. I haven't mentioned this because we haven't had the show since then. But um, I, I saw a couple different people talking about it and being like, "Well, no, it's the movie's bad because it's derivative of all of these other franchises, um, Star Wars." Um, uh, what was the? Uh, there's another one that everyone. It, there's um, a bit of Matrix in there. Got some Marvel with it with Thanos and uh, well, Gamora. I, I would say more like yeah, I guess like it's a little more like um, 40k. What's that franchise that ever? There's like it's got like a really hardcore following. Uh, Warhammer. So like there's like Warhammer. It like it's got that that little bit of Dune. Seven Samurai is like a huge influence mm-hmm. on this. Um, there was another one that a lot of people were talking about. That I, oh, uh, Battle Beyond the Stars was something that I've never seen that, but people were bringing that up. Uh, but the the point. The point being is it's like the I this idea and it's so weird because Star Wars would also be considered derivative of something then. And like I, I they are using it in this way to be like insulting. I was like, no, it, those uh stories told in a different setting can work. It's like yep. so I I don't think that's right. Uh, and it's why, like, you know, I'm always big on on defining terms. And I, so it's like, I, I so derivative something, it's like, I'm probably, like, typically not going to say that about something, um, you know. Because so many stories are, can be. Well, there's, I don't, yeah, I don't think there's nothing that's a, I don't, this idea that there's something that's being created today that isn't, it isn't influenced by something else, I don't think really exists. You know, yeah. it's it's the way that you tell the story. It's it's what we talk it's about even, all the time. Uh, Tolkien was influenced by stories before Norse mythology. Before yeah, there's yeah. there's all sorts of stuff there, and that's so that's not the problem, right? Nope. The the problem. Yeah, yeah. He he didn't uh, write characters. He he didn't write characters, and then like he didn't what write the plot. Yeah, <laughs> and and what he did is he went well. Let me give you like his idea of writing characters is giant exposition dumps. Yeah, instead of showing us now. And Holy let me say this smokes! We, before we continue, yeah, go ahead. Right. Let me say this now. I really, 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 and we—I told you this before we started. I really wanted to like this movie, Rebel Moon. I especially wanted to this to work out for Zack Snyder because um, uh, you know there's some he seems like a nice guy from everything I've seen and heard I mean I haven't delved deeply in it but uh, the limited information I have seemingly without meeting someone right seems like a nice guy Um, and I imagine with all the movies he's um, made recently he has to be because that has to be the only reason why he keeps getting uh, the ability to make more movies um, that's a, and I, I see too that, you know, like Christopher Nolan, I've seen others, um, compliment him in in profound ways and in, in meaningful ways. Um, and so I say that to say, along with how he lost his daughter, um, uh, in a way I, I can relate. I'm like, man, I really, I really want this to succeed. I really want to come back because I know like with the DCU, 
Um, he really fell through on that, and his vision just wasn't a good vision. It wasn't – I definitely enjoyed the more serious tone, but good night. It did not have to be uh, what it was. But with that said, that dude cannot write David. No, <laughs> he can hardly – I don't want to be mean, listen, but I he, want to be honest. Like, no, it's fine. No, that's – listen, be honest about write. it because it's – like I, I understand that it's like it's a terrible thing when you lose a family member, when you lose a child and all that, but like that's not what we're talking – we're not here to talk about that. No, 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 exactly. No, it's like, but because I can relate in how he lost his daughter, I'm like, man, I, and, and, and just, you know, some other things, I'm like, man, I really want this to be good. And plus, I want to watch a good series. I want this set off. Like, yeah, let's make it worth it. And so that was my preconceived notions going into watching Rebel Moon, mm-hmm. right? Getting into that kind of frame of mind. And man, did he just completely well, no, yeah. drop the hammer. It's like, I think I told you, I texted you. I'm like, Zack Snyder is... Like if is what Michael Bay would be if Michael Bay thought he was Christopher Nolan. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like thinking he's this Artur, like Zack Snyder thinking he's uh, Martin Scorsese or um, what's the other one? Why am I drawing a blank right now? Um, Pulp Fiction director uh, Quentin Tarantino. Um, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like, he thinks he's, he's not that. Like with Michael Bay, it's like at least he said I direct movies and write movies for fourteen-year-old boys or whatnot. Right. Um, right. Teenage boys, whatever his comment was. Uh, you know, I'm still going to judge the movie as it should be judged, right? I'm still going to criticize it as it should be critiqued. But like that is different for me than Zack Snyder. And uh, you hit the nail on the head. He well, just there was no character writing, no plot writing, um, no payoffs. Uh, it was just big exposition dump after big exposition dump. And when the first one happened, David, oh, I was yeah. like, oh, no. That's how What's I that? – yeah. Like, Foreshadowing. They just started, like, talking about – I think it's because it's about her, right? About – um. Yeah. Her name's slipping my mind right now. She's Cora. Cora. She said uh, – they beat the love out of me or something. Oh like yeah, that. she's just yeah. she just keeps talking about herself, and they other people keep talking about her. And I'm sitting here going like, can you can you show like can you show this to me? Like it, it's one of those things because I know there's this like prequel comic out there, which again is so annoying. That's like I don't want to have to go find other material to be like involved in this story. And like also, she has no development through this entire story i don't think anyone has any development through this whole story i i'm pretty sure that every character in this is the exact same character from the very beginning of it to the very end of it like they they are all completely static characters and some of them they they just kind of exist um it it it, it's it boggles my mind how this turned out the way that it did that someone was just like yep like, it's so weird too, right? Because, you know, you had mentioned the the bat the Batwoman movie earlier, Batgirl movie earlier. Yeah. Like, Rebel Moon gets through. Batgirl doesn't. Flash <laughs> Flash gets through. Flash is probably number three for me this year. Um, or worst movie. Yeah. Uh, it's wow. it's a mess. Um, but there's just, there's something, I, I don't, I wish I knew right now what it was. There's something, like, specially bad about Rebel Moon. And I can't, I don't know if it's, like, the arrogance of being, like, 
I'm going to make a better Star Wars movie than Star Wars or just the build up for me because like I think Snyder's been bad for like a really long time. I agree. I, I don't or obviously we agree uh, on this and anybody yeah. who's been following us for the past few years knows what our thought process <laughs> Slow is. Slow-mo movie. Um, that dude, it's weird. Oh, the action, good night. the slow motion. Oh, dude, in the, that. it's like, worse. How than, did he manage dude, to get worse? It's wor- It's it's worse than the Snyder cut. David, can I please like sign? It's like significantly box, worse. Please. Go ahead. Can I please teach Zack Snyder how to use slow mo real fast as a layman's perspective? <laughs> to my understanding, when I've seen it done correctly, take the Covenant for example. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything. But there's this part in the movie where, you know, all hope seems lost, right? And Jake Gyllenhaal falls to his knees. And as he's fallen to his knees, um, or he, I believe he falls to his knees and then it goes in slow motion. Or like right before he's about to hit the ground, it goes in slow motion. Because you're there. And as the audience is in slow motion, to kind of bear the weight of everything that's going on with the character. Yeah. Right? Um, and the same thing with Saving Private Ryan when he's on... Uh, when they're storming the beach of Normandy and Tom Hanks' character, you know, goes it goes in slow mo. Right then, you're you're feeling the weight, seeing the horror and the and the tragedy of everything. Zack Snyder is just freaking doing slow motion for tossing seed out in the field. Yeah, like, and not in a not even in a meaningful part. Yeah. So this is the way that I would try to explain it. Um, I I think slow motion. Is fine if used correctly, um, and I, I think that you use it typically for two reasons: um, to slow down action because you want to emphasize something. Right. Um, it's a stylistic, uh, stylistic choice, if you will. Um, and then the the other reason is like kind of what you were saying is like for dramatic effect. If you want, if if you want to, it's the same idea behind like okay when. Every bit of like what you're doing in filmmaking is is all about trying to get that like right dramatic effect for the situation. Um, I I think that um, Snyder may have come from sort of like I don't know if it was like watching the Matrix and the hallway scene in the Matrix or whatever. Um, and it's weird, dude, because and and here's the thing too is like I'm pretty sure he had like creative control over pretty much the entire project at least that's what i've heard so it's not like your normal it's not like your normal thing where like he's directing you have someone writing a script you have someone who's your director of photography um you know it seems like he had his hands in like every bit of the movie and it's where you see like these really dude there are some slow-mos in that like when she's in the barn um like fighting all those soldiers there's this one shot where like one of them she like trips the guy or throws him and it's this really weird angle where like he hits the ground and some like dust flies up it's a really ugly shot um it's in slow motion it doesn't that whole choreographed fight scene is and horrible and here's here's the thing is like and someone had mentioned it to me where he was trying to do this thing where he was slowing down shots and then ramping them down even slower uh, to almost get like still frames, which I was like, okay, I think that's a cool concept. Um, I don't think he had the vision to make it work because I don't think he does it enough. And it's not, it's not like, and honestly, the visuals just like aren't impressive enough for that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the things that 
at the time, um, from a visual perspective, that was interesting is when he did uh, Sucker Punch. Yep. Um, now the movie's not good either. Uh, and in fact, I bet there's quite a bit of similarity between Sucker Punch and um, Rebel Moon from kind of like from- a like a, an out not story wise, but kind of like that creative standpoint. Though to be fair, it is similar in the there sense is. that it's like you know okay we're here in this kind of setting okay now we're moving to this kind of setting and now we're back on the ship like the ship is essentially like the place where all of the girls lived in uh sucker punch and then every location that they go to pick up a new person is like a different dream that one of the girls is having (laughs) so maybe there is some similarity there but yeah it's it's weird man and um yeah he visually like i i think that um rebel moon looks really really gross like i it's it's kind of just like everything's like real dirty brown um you know it reminds me of that like uh there was like a era of video games that were all that like like sepia kind of poop colored uh those tones or whatever and it's just too much you know um and the the movie is uh it has no sense of humor it's got like no levity i mean it it it, it pretends like it's got drama, but I, I don't really feel for anyone. Like it, it you know, it, uh, when um, what's his name, Charlie, uh, the guy from um, Sons of Anarchy. I know who you're talking about. It's Charlie something. I can't remember his last name. Uh, Hunnam, Hunnam, right? That's his last name. Uh, you know, he he betrays everybody. I'm spoiling this too. I don't really care. Um, he betrays everybody. And then, like, immediately gets killed, and it—I had no emotion about. It. Like, there was no, there wasn't a, oh yeah, he's gone, or a, oh oh no, he betrayed them. I, I was just like, okay, you know, he did tell you that he was an opportunist, like he told you pretty oh, much straight yeah, to your like, face, like what he was going to. Everything. Yeah, it, it's just. And then she, mm. and it's not even that he told her you know exactly who he was like this is someone you just met and then she just completely blurts out <laughs> everything in the, like in what the, they're doing yeah like what they're going like hey we're going on this um adventure to rebel against the government in charge yeah like good night dude. yeah you know um even the setup is bad that this massive empire would want this tiny farming community's farm Oh yeah, right. You, you, like, like, to... <laughs> like you don't we need to feed our massive empire, or even just that ship, right? Right. That, just that ship. You guys don't uh, have the tech. Tiny yeah. colony. You... That, and and then though in the world building, we don't even really get to see like how big. No, we are. don't. It's we like, don't really it, understand like scope for 50 them. Fifty people at most. Yeah. And that community, how would fifty people be able to feed that entire massive ship that has to have what? Four, five. I mean, I know we don't ever get any official numbers, but it has to have a ton. And, of and now in the sequel, somehow they're supposed to like take on this empire. Huh. It's it's weird, man. It, it the scope of it is really weird. Um, you know, he he does it, like Snyder didn't understand Star Wars. Um, he he try he 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 blatantly takes a lot of things that are similar, uh, but they don't work at all. You know, like yeah. that whole thing in that in, in when when um, uh, Cora and what's his face are in the the bar, that's all from A New Hope. Like yep. it's it's the beats are very similar, 
Um, except her guy is. Uh, oh yeah, he. Except he just made it. Yeah, game. yeah. Oh yeah, he gets like, you know, essayed in the yeah. <laughs> in the bar. Uh, <laughs> golly, literally is a South Park meme. I'm like, it's not. Oh, uh, it's dude. Yeah. Um, she's like, we have no explanation for how she's like as powerful as she is. You know, as far as we know, she is a tiny human who happened to work for this empire you know um she gets this like they do all this stuff where like oh she has this gun you remember like they they show her gun and all this stuff and it's like oh it's got like these markings on it and you're like oh man maybe she's just like this crack shot she's like you know whatever it's like nah not really <laughs> you know like there's nothing there's nothing that really like distinguishes her from it's it's kind of, it's like the master chief problem to some degree like why is she more powerful than everyone else like her, you know, it's like it, it. Remember when I was saying, it's it was because like she has all this training, but then we really outside of well, you know, that one, and those those grunts like, don't like the excuse, yeah. Those grunts that's don't like the they, excuse that they give, like, it's, and then she was yeah. part of the executor, the you know, the uh, the secret service, so to say, for the sure the princess. But like somehow that makes her better than the supposedly like well trained grunts who also were bigger and more numerous than she was. And they lost. Well, yeah, and everything is, it's simultaneously, I think we've said this a lot this year when we're <laughs> reviewing stuff, it moves simultaneously too fast through things and too slow. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, well, they, like, they wait, spend, how do we get here? They spend all this time, it's like the first 45-ish minutes of the movie on the main planet, setting up, like, kind of, Setting up the village, setting up some of the characters in the village, showing us like potentially who's going to be important in the village, and then they're like, "Oh no, no, no! You don't, don't worry about that," and they leave. Because I thought like when when I was watching it, I was like, "Okay, so we have uh, Cora, we have um, you know, uh, I think Efap was calling him Steve." Uh, I don't know what the guy's name was in the movie. I don't even care. But that you have like the guy that goes with her, her companion. Um, I thought like okay, well the rope about the guy that uh, the, the one guy that was there in the beginning went walked up on her while she was farming. Maybe he's the one that goes with her through the whole movie. Yeah, 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 yeah from there. Yep, yep. Um, and so I was like, okay, you have both of them, and then I was like, well, they'll probably take the robot along because you know he's he does an expedition exposition dump, but I'm like, okay, well maybe he's gonna be like their C three PO, like he'll he'll go along with them and and help them with. Uh, things that they don't understand or um, you know maybe he speaks different languages because maybe we'll run into that no he just gets forgotten about and then you had you had the young girl and her love interest and clearly they were setting that up and I was like well maybe it'll be this group of people that goes and you'll have like the budding romance between them and he'll learn how to be a uh, a better person and, and realize that the people that he's been because he kind of does like they they kind of rush through that pretty quickly at the beginning but like Oh, okay, maybe he won't stay with them, and like the two of them will go, and it, and you'll get like that sort of um, uh, maturity and coming of age for the two of them as well. And you know, I'm sitting there like thinking about all this stuff, and then I go, oh no, d forget about all of them, and then you just don't see him for the rest of the movie. And the rest of the movie is um, just uh, go to point A, pick up person at point A, go to point B, pick up person at point B, and then like we don't really learn much about any of these characters. Um, it does. It's not. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's really really bad. 
Um, One of my favorite parts is mm. when they go to pick up Prince Tarok or whatever his name was. Oh, and yeah. That guy's like, I like gambling. <laughs> I'm like, oh, brother, straight out of freaking oh, uh, and then, Star Wars, the prequels. And then he's like, okay, well, and she's like, well, we don't have enough money. We don't have 300,000 denarii or whatever, right? And uh, he's like, well, that's fine. If you lose, you'll just have to be my slaves for however many years, rest of your life or whatnot. And I love how no one's like, uh, yeah, no, that's not a. It's so stupid. Yeah, it's so stupid. And then you're like, no one would do that. You're off your rocker. They would have been better. Like, you know, they could. Yeah, I don't even want to try to give like a better explanation as how they could have done it because the whole thing's pretty dumb. Um, like the idea that he's gonna let him go because he tames his animal for him. Um, does it doesn't make any sense? The fact that he didn't just like get on the Griffin and fly away and not come back. Makes no sense. <laughs> right. Um, like immediately. The, the whole like thing is also straight out of Harry Potter. Yep. Like the whole like kneeling to the Griffin. And, and I was like, holy smokes. He just, it's like, uh, man, I, I understand that like you want to kind of like take from some things. Like I'm, I'm cool with that. But like this is, that's when you're getting into that territory of like ripping off other work. Where it's like yeah. you just ripped this directly out of Harry Potter. Like it's not it's not even remotely different. <laughs> it's not influenced by it. It's just yeah, it, yeah. It, it they took that. Oh man, it was so. I was just looking that, and I was like, I can't believe that, that. Like you could probably take the scene of like Harry taming the hippogriff and the scene of that guy with that uh, griffin or whatever, and play them like next to each other, and it's probably pretty similar. You know, <laughs> it's like it's so weird, yeah. dude. Um. Yeah, you know, and and it's one of the most like bizarre things for me too is like they have these moments of like characters walking through the ship in between the places they're going to and other characters are like sitting around and we never get any like dialogue or drama or anything between the characters. Yeah. There's not like a oh, uh Digimon Hansu's character and the guy that tamed the Griffin, maybe they're like from uh, factions that don't agree with each other and we could have like a little uh, butting of heads going on there like okay so you, you remember how um, I was talking about in um, like One Piece where it's like the, it, this not today but like when we talked about it um, how uh, is it Sanji and um, Zoro right yes. and yep. their their relationship it's like you, you don't even get anything close to that in this this, you know, frenemies type relationship at first to where it develops over time. That's because, David, there's no character development in this. There's no story development in this. There's nothing. I mean, it has a narrative and the characters just have an extreme lack of focus that leaves so many just questions to. Yeah, and, and that's where what you were kind of saying about it feels like it's just flying through the movie Nothing that's where that comes to. in it's just like they're not spending any time with the characters they're not they're not slowing down um he just can't i mean oh man i, I think it's just a lack of ability to craft cohesive yeah. narratives and he, and you know fight sequences too the fights oh they're so good. they're so bad the, the dude the funniest part to me and i i wish he had just I don't even he probably didn't even realize it but so there's a, a scene where um you know they they get uh 
the they find that that like rebel group or whatever, um, and then they all get captured, and the uh, the guy who is leading the rebel group uh, charges at that uh, like spaceship or whatever, and like stabs through the window and I thought it was really funny because like the guy in there just like shoots him and I thought it would have been really funny if it had just been like a total waste of that guy's like effort where he just like he, he goes ah and he goes to the thing and he tries to stab it and like he misses and the guy in there just goes boom <laughs> and he falls and they're like oh no but they that you know so funny, uh, and like the tear wall dude it's so ridiculous like he's you know he does that thing and he dies and there's like a tear going down his eye and I'm like <laughs> oh my gosh yeah. Oh man, dude! I I can't remember who it was. I, I think it. I, I think I saw. My favorite part was in the first fight sequence. How like she could have been killed at pretty much any moment if that general would have just fired his pistol at her or whatever. Yeah, I know. You know his. I next... know. There's like, like there's this one there's one shot in particular where there's no one around her, and plenty of time to fire. Oh, like she's mm-hmm. wide open yep. for a shot, and he's just pointing it there at her just not doing dude anything. so i'm just gonna wait for you to kill all my guys before <laughs> I... <laughs> dude so many movies have that problem now um you know efap they're putting out their like chris they're like christmas uh movie watches or whatever and they watch right. silent night and i had forgotten about it but there's a scene similar to that in silent night where john Leguizamo like walks through um, and he's got like a, a like a metal baton, and the two security guards both have guns. And instead of shooting him, he like tries to punch him with the gun. <laughs> and you're like, I know that. Oh, uh, and it's like such yeah. it's it's one of those things that that's the stuff that all no matter what it's in, it's like it always bothers me because it's like, guys, just have him come through and shoot them. Like you don't need yep. to have him do like this physical karate one on one fight. Like he can be menacing without having to do that. You know, oh, yeah. it's like because it's illogical well, that they wouldn't have just been like, oh, well, now we're just going to shoot this guy. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing. Even with the um, the the main villain in this, it's he doesn't Admiral Noble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I wonder if this is going to be the bad guy. Dude, on the nose, them literally wearing Nazi uniforms. Like it's not even it's it's not even kind of I actually it's goofy but I kind of you know the guys that were f- the, with the big like uh like red drapey uniforms and the weird masks yes I did like those the design of those things um I can't really give you part, yeah I think Zack Snyder from what I can remember does like you know his movies have had good design right I, maybe i, I just you know, with like costumes and things like that from what i remember I, but i think that that he, in particular he, i was like that's cool but it was the rest of it with the the uniforms where yeah. you're like dude you're not even on the nose like that's it's beyond on the nose like you just you're just like get it it's like dude yes we get it like it's it's very obvious what you're trying to invoke here and i just a little bit more effort into something like that where it's like hey you know you have like the star wars stuff like that that it, it's obviously like space nazis but like at the it, it's not immediately recognizable like it, it does sort of seem like a space age the like, uniform type stuff um instead of it literally looking like you pulled them out of an indiana jones movie and stuck yeah, them in no, space exactly well i mean and like even with that first scene like you're talking about character writing like he doesn't understand how to write villains because he's just making him not just the main villain, but his, uh, 
the army soldiers, the military soldiers, you know, uh, all they want to do is grape, right? That's uh, yeah. Like, they're like, everyone oh, wants dude. a grape except for the one. And then, but they're, like, they're, with, with they're Admiral, all that, like, goofy villain, you know, like, they're not, they're not serious villains. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's the same thing with Admiral Noble, is that you would think someone like that, I, how you write a faction like that is when you're taking, especially in that universe, right? This idea of taking over multiple um, worlds, right? You need resources. You can't just destroy a colony or be like, hey, you know, we're going to take 10,000 bushels so your people starve and because we take <laughs> everything. Uh, you know, it's like, hey, you know, uh, you kind of try and start off on the right foot and then maybe you show them they're menacing by, hey, listen, if you don't follow this, this is exactly what's going to happen. Um, we're going to kill you and put someone in here who will do what we say, or we'll rule it and we'll, you know, uh, let you know of this, you know, civilization that went against us or world. Um, and this is what happened to them. You know what I mean? Um, just there's many ways you can correct that without immediately going in there. And, you know, at first he's nice. Yes. But being, being a blowhard and just, it always evolves into I know. Yeah. in order for the bad guy to be bad he has to kill someone right yeah it's Which, just again, not it's, interesting i don't even think i really care about that trope as much right. more so of the way that it's handled and done and and, and a lot of that goes back to what we were saying before where it, it, their whole the whole idea of why they're there and what they're trying to do is really stupid yeah and so it's like oh okay yeah they they you know oh there's like a dynamic between the the chief and you know, other guy who, you know, wants to just see what we can do. Because he's really kind of, I mean, the, the not the chief, but the other guy, his logic, at least from the way you're sort of looking at it, makes a lot of sense because it, it it's like, uh, okay, this massive empire has come down and they're telling us they need food from us. We can't say no because saying no would be bad. And then also, it uh, uh, it's funny, too, that... Uh, uh, Cora basically is like oh you need to do this thing you need to act this way and she like clearly knows who these people are and no one in the village is like how do you know all of this yeah. right it's like yeah. like, w- like how do you know everything about them no one has asked she's been there for two years and, and they don't know already uh, they don't think you know there's clues she gives to be like hey okay well maybe we should take advice from you how do you know them what should we do how are they like before what you know and it's just nope nothing so yeah i mean all this (laughs) to say it's you know i think i probably have as many problems with indiana jones as i do rebel moon but indiana jones just what's longer too it take yeah is it yeah it was it was i think it was dude i thought it was two and it was at least two and a half hours or two hours and 45 minutes I thought Indiana Jones was about as long. Cause I, I no, I'm talking about I'm talking about Indiana Jones. Oh, it was longer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Rebel Moon's only a, is like just over two hours, and I think Indiana yeah. Jones is two and a half, maybe even a little more. Um, and yeah, yeah. I mean, they're both schlogs, but it, it really comes down to the fact that it's like, it, you know, Zack Snyder destroying his own vision is a little different than Indiana Jones being like destroyed. Uh, yeah. 
as a franchise. Um, you know, not, obviously not that I, Indiana Jones could have recovered from Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and they they really shouldn't have brought Harrison Ford back. Um, it really should have just like it's one of those things that's like it's just time to put a new actor in that role. If you're gonna do Indiana Jones, find a new actor, um, to take his place. Yeah, to be to be the new like do a new trilogy. Yeah, I think the what's worse with Indiana Jones, I think why Indiana Jones, in my opinion, would be worse than Rebel Moon was because of how much they crap on Indiana Jones himself in the movie. True. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of, it's the same. Thing it's with really just dis- yeah, it's really disrespectful. Older man and just a disrespect. Whereas with Rebel Moon, it's if nothing's established. Um, for me, man, I, I'm. <laughs> I gotta pick one, I guess. But what's the worst movie of the year to me? Is it gonna be Leave the World Behind or Little Mermaid? The only thing that keeps me going back with Little Mermaid is getting actually getting a headache, right? Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like that's really what's holding it down. Whereas, you know, I can see certain parts of it uh, were a lot better to me than Leave the World Behind. But in Leave the World Behind, I didn't get. Um, I didn't get a headache, and I guess both you could technically say were a huge, massive waste of time. Right. But, but at least there was a point with the Little Mermaid. There is no point with Leave the World Behind. Ah <laughs> hmm. oh, man, it's so hard. I'm just gonna go with Little Mermaid. All right. Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I know it's tough. Oh man, it's just. Yeah, man. Like with Leave the World Behind, I mean, it, it gets that. Uh, 26,171 bombs um, from me. Uh, you know, it bombed. Uh, the only thing that bombed more than that movie was uh, Obama's presidential um, administration. Oh. Um, and so, but I have to go with The Little Mermaid just strictly because I got a headache from that rap. <laughs> like, I don't want I don't want physical illness from seeing a movie. You know what I mean? I understand. I understand. I was gonna. Uh... Sandy said that Zendaya is the is the new indie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's interesting. I guess we can't. But I, my actual so, uh, Indiana Jones was also in that conversation too with Little Mermaid yeah. and the World Behind. Um, man, and it's hard too because with Indiana Jones as well, it, it's a huge, a huge waste of time. I mean. The, just the disrespect in that, I definitely uh, understand that. And at this point, obviously, we're splitting hairs here between um, these terrible movies. But yeah, for me, those would be my top three. I would have mm. Leave the World or Little Mermaid, Leave the World Behind, Indiana Jones, and then I would probably. Sixty-five, and then Re- no Rebel Moon, and then sixty-five. Okay. <laughs> oh if man. y'all haven't seen 65 it is terrible let, let me just i yeah it looked bad and then when you said it was bad i was like well i'm not gonna watch it now <laughs> um i was just looking at my list a little bit it's funny that like blue beetle kind of not not good not on the level of some of these really bad ones yeah uh, Ninja Turtles, Mutants in Manhattan is not good. F- mostly just forgettable, you know. It's it's not doing anything that's gonna that's mind blowing or like so 
bad that it's worth really like putting on a top three worst, you know? Which is pretty much how I feel about Fast X and Transformers. And Five Nights really just, you know, congratulations on making a lot of money and you will be seeing a lot more of those movies. Yeah, right. Um, Equalizer 3 was bad, but it's like... Oh, I didn't even have Equalizer 3 on here. Yeah. Uh, thank you for that. Um, Equalizer 3 was bad, but it wasn't like that bad you know yeah uh the killer was all right but i wasn't in love with it like some people were that movie's pretty divisive from what i've seen but i also don't know it's it's hard it's hard to tell you know like um because like i i watched it because i was like oh man all right this 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 seems like something that could turn out to be really good you know because right. um, it's it is david fincher right let me make sure that I'm right about this before I sound like a dummy. David Fincher, yeah. Um, you know, directed by David Fincher, um, Michael Fassbender, about an assassin. Um, yeah. It's got some cool stuff in it. Uh, there's stuff I like about it. I think it's going to be a little too slow for some people. Um, it's kind of the point. It, the idea behind it is more of like, hey, what would it really be like to be an assassin right. versus like what you get from something like John Wick, you know? Uh, a lot of waiting around, a lot of trying to like do your timing right and, you know, all this sort of stuff. And, you know, then he gets he gets like burned and it's sort of like him trying to figure that whole thing out. Uh, there's some good acting. Um but for me, it just like, and I don't know, it's kind of one of those movies that I think I may go back and watch again one of these days and see if like I feel a little differently about it. Um, but it was like, it, it's a, it would, it was a hard recommend. And, and for me, like sometimes it's a hard recommend with stuff like that. Cause I, I know some people just like, aren't going to be into that. So I'm, I'm not going to waste my time recommending it to them. Um, but yeah. I think that's most of my list. Uh, where, where does uh, Barbie? Oh yeah, Mag Two and Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning fall for you? Um, I mean they're all pretty low down there. I mean Barbie, Barbie gets away with not being as bad as some of the other stuff on this list because of Ryan Gosling. Yep. Um. Oh, and the set design. I mean, yeah, of course. Um. Ryan Gosling set design visually it's good. I think cinematography yeah. is good. Some yeah. of some of it. I I, yeah. I wouldn't go too far with, with that. Um Mission Impossible had good sets and you know Yeah, it's sort of cinematography. just cinematography. It just kinda It's not uh, it's not Fallout. That's not a yeah, yeah, I, exactly. I'm gonna <laughs> and I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this because I've been thinking about it and I watched every one of those movies before Dead Reckoning came out. I think the there are only two Mission Impossible movies that are above average. And I think it's the first one in, in Fallout. Mm. I think the rest of them are somewhere in the average to, you know, maybe a little above average because they're kind of fun to not being very good. Like two and three are not very good movies, um, especially in hindsight. Um and then I think it's four and five. They're all right, 
but they all they you know they have issues they've got problems and then fallout is the weird outlier um because i think I, I think that the first one's a, a pretty good movie it's really faithful um to the original source material um and it's got a really cool uh like aesthetic and vibe to it it's a little bit more of an espionage thriller than it is a straight-up action movie um right. and i like that and it's it was refreshing to when i saw it again i was like man this i mean it really does feel like a movie from just like a different time and space um and then Fallout, of course, like it just really stands above everything that else that's come out in that franchise, and everything else is sort of like, eh. Um. So yeah. Uh, uh what was the other one? No, oh, Meg two. Meg. Meg, Meg two was fun to see in the theater with someone else who knew it was as stupid as I thought it was. <laughs> so you can you can find you can find a reason for it to be fun in that sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, that movie is definitely not good, and I, I I think it seems like they realized, especially after the first one, um, that they needed to go more into the schlock than uh, taking the plot seriously. Um, but if you're not, yeah, if you're not into that, yeah, if you're not into that, you're not gonna like it. And it's not a movie I would probably ever watch again. Um, no, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did see. I watched, kind of watched the first one again, but I got bored. Um, that's funny. Yeah, I got bored about halfway through. Um, wow. And that, yeah, I guess that's really it. That's it. What a terrible year for uh, TV shows and movies. But on a positive note, we got a really great movie in Godzilla. Yeah. And some other good movies and uh, some pretty good TV shows. Yeah, there's there's a few winners. Oops. Hang on All a right. Second. I will tell you the the. And I'll ask you this: the the movie I'm most looking forward to this year in 2024 is the War of the Rohirrim. That's um, not a surprise. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no one is shocked by that. No one. Uh, the TV show I'm most looking forward to is The Rings of Power when it gets oh, announced Lord. for all for some interesting reasons. Let's just say that. Um, but on uh, the other one is. Uh, House of Dragon. I am looking. Oh, that's right. That is coming out this year. Um. So let's see. Of the stuff that I've written down so far. Oh, I need to add Arcane in here. Oh yeah, Arcane. Oh no, that's number one on the list. I'm most looking forward to Arcane. So. Pretty much the first half of the year so far, at least with stuff that's been announced. Dune two is the only thing that I'm really looking forward to uh Rohirrim should be interesting um I need to see a little bit more on it you know like I want a full-length trailer and um we uh voice our concerns about it uh yes with what has come out so yeah there's there's a lot more we got to see about it but yeah um I'm curious about the kingdom of the planet of the apes but I have a feeling it's not going to be very good um She's going to be the missing link. Uh, <laughs> House of the Dragon, for sure. She's, she's going to be the key to everything. Um, there's a... <clears throat> bon, uh, bon, bong Joon ho the guy that did Parasite, is putting a movie out this year called Mickey 7. Um, so oh, it, yeah, with... Uh, I think it's uh, Fassbender. Robert Pattinson. It? Oh, is that Robert Pattinson in that? Yep, me... Robert Pattinson. 
I that it was hard to tell from the um the poster. Let me look at this real quick. Um but specifically because it's him, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Because yeah. I, I like a lot of his movies. Um What's the TV show you're most dreading to see? That's a tough one. So I guess we can't really say Rings of Power because it hasn't been officially announced, but it's coming out this yeah. year. Uh, um, so we have Halo 2, Fallout, Tomb Raider. Ooh. Um, and let me put House of the Dragon on here so I remember that. House of the Dragon Season 2. Um and I'm sure I'm missing some other stuff. I'm just going to go ahead and put Reacher in here. And I'm just going to count it for 2024 since that's when it'll be done. That's fine. I'll have to start watching Reacher. Um, I'll have to watch season one. I am looking, TV-wise, there's a show called Shogun coming out that I'm interested in. Oh, yes, yes, me too. Um, And I'm curious about The Last Three-body Airbender. Problem. Huh? Oh, yeah. The Last Airbender and... Uh, the three body problem i'm i'm interested uh, in that? seeing how that's going to be it was supposed to come out this past year um but uh it's uh kind of like a chinese um sci-fi um, um show, if i remember correctly i i'm 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 adding video games to the category because i want to keep track of that this year too um so far the only two games i have on the list are both technically remakes which is really funny because uh, we talk about this in the discord quite a bit uh, that a majority of the stuff that I've just been interested in as far as gaming is concerned has all just been remakes of stuff. <laughs> it's like all the new stuff coming. There's been a few things hey, here and there. The third one on your list is there too, but you can put the third one for me. You know what it is? Huh? Uh, in-state football 2024. Oh, nah, have fun with that. I have a feeling you're going to be disappointed. but Oh, I definitely am because they're doing it on the Frostbite engine, which is Madden's in- engine. And, I, dude, I haven't played a Madden game since. Did I, did I play 2020? I may have played 2020. <laughs> um, but definitely 2019. And I, I haven't bought a Madden game in a long, long time. I haven't play, paid full price for a Madden game probably since I was in high school. Um, but, yeah, that Frostbite engine of Madden's is absolutely terrible. So I, uh yeah, I frostbite. Think, I think yeah, it's gonna be on frostbite. That's the um, the battlefield engine. Oh, yeah. Do you? Sandy mentioned something a, called Silo, or no? Uh, Silo came out this year. It, um, if talking about TV show, season uh, season two, season two, season two of Silo. Yeah, I just don't know what it is. I don't know anything about it. It's on Apple TV. It's, uh, oh, it's kind of like that's a why. Fallout-esque. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a Fallout-esque um, kind of TV show, if I remember mm. correctly. So, and then comics, uh, you know, Ripaverse is still going strong, and I'm going to keep reading those. Um, and then uh, Mark Millar's got quite a few books coming out this year, too, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. It's a nice little... Uh, um, nice little grouping of things to read. Uh, and some of, you know, it's, as far as Mark Millar is concerned, it's just some of the best writing going on right now in any sort of, like, direction. Um, he still knows how to write yeah. villains, you know. Uh, and yeah, yeah. that's just not... <laughs> Dude, I... It, it's not... 
he you know he is funny he he tweeted recently because some people were asking like hey you know I'm like interested in in writing or I'm interested in like comic book writing or whatever um how do I learn can you do you teach like classes can you teach a class and he's literally like he's like find all the people that you really like uh and, and he's like and he's like learn from the best like not just the people you like but like the the people who are considered the best look at how they write characters and find a way to imitate that you know it's kind of like what we were talking about it's like you're not you're not trying to rip them rip off their characters right like oh you know i'm just gonna make like my version it's bane but by a different name or batman but by a different name it's like okay uh and then you know i think too you you just you have to actually kind of like storyboard your characters um their wants their needs their weaknesses their strengths like all of that kind of stuff and then that's how you write the character and then when you ever have a question of like okay well what would they do in this situation you can kind of look back at how you've like storyboarded that character and you go okay they probably wouldn't do that their attitude would probably be more in this direction they would probably react this this way um it's not that hard I I think it takes a little bit of effort but it's not that hard and it's why it always boggles my mind when we get stuff um like Rebel Moon where it's like well what do these characters want? What are their desires? Why are they willing to go help this little farm? You know? It's not like yeah, Seven exactly. Samurai where, like, there's duty specifically or, like, you're a ronin or, like, you're paid to go. And, you know, you... Oh, man. I don't want to get too deep into it because, you know, it's probably time to close the show out. But, man. um, Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, Let's see. Kong v. Godzilla or Godzilla v. Kong. <laughs> that'll be fun shut up um civil war the fall guy fall guy i'm interested in i'm hoping that turns out to be that. that i hope that ends up being just like a fun enjoyable movie you know i'm not ex- i'm not expecting the world from it but um furiosa comes out this year uh the joker sequel comes out this year which i'm curious about i know it's like i am i i don't know but i'm i'm it's something i'm really curious about seeing um same and I then as well and then argyle uh but i i don't have a lot of hope for argyle um you and me both i'm just kind of curious more than anything with that one because uh, i like the director but um but yeah man i mean yeah, it's man. uh after whole series of books cast away Rebecca Ferguson. i think that's just curious how. pretty much it for me too hmm. yeah um it's gonna be an interesting year we, we're gonna have a lot to talk about regardless um, you know, I think after all this time, we, we're, we're starting to slowly uh, get more organized with the way we're doing things, at least yeah, a little bit, are. you know. Um, so uh, is there anything else that you wanted to mention? I don't I don't know if you uh, we should probably thank John Burke and. Um, did a uh, payment come and Augustus from John? Yeah, yeah, yeah Augustus it, and John Burke, it did. Yeah. Producers for this episode. We appreciate you guys. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, uh, let's see. I remember when this was about beast movies and the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Zorin. It's good to see you. Yeah. I misspelled best. I, well, I put a, I, I it said beast. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Y'all. I had a lot going on today. Gosh. Um, yeah, we are getting more organized and more on schedule in this year. Um, we're hoping it's going to be our best year yet. I hope so. Uh, 
and really working on that value for value system, right? Putting out mm -hmm. better value for you guys, better quality, um, and on a consistent schedule. We apologize for being late tonight. It's just uh, we couldn't figure out why uh, my audio was low, but then David was able to uh, um, figure it out. Yeah. Uh, and got, got it handled. Yeah, you just try everything till something finally works. <laughs> <laughs> um we literally tried everything literally everything and then the, the the last the the very last thing i think it would have been possible for me to try is what worked um and now i kind of have an understanding of it, it's just like when you use your computer for a lot of different things um and i you know it's like my settings are all right but then there's tiny little things sometimes that have to get tweaked depending on what i'm doing but now i know and so in the future it should be less of a problem so um cool well Joseph, uh, it's been a pleasure to be doing this again with you, um, and I'm uh, I'm looking forward to next week and whatever we've got uh, whatever we've got coming up. Um, I don't even I don't even know. Uh, the beekeeper comes out I think on uh, the twelfth or the nineteenth, something like that. Um, Maybe we can put a little. If you want to uh, hit our direct.me link. Um, in the description of this video and you can join our discord in our discord maybe we'll post and, and ask the good people what they think we should uh, discuss this monday yeah maybe we'll, we'll do you know we should do some news this year for sure um and uh maybe you'll finally watch spirited away so we can use that to fill in a, a week if we have <laughs> we have a slow week maybe if you're lucky i'll do that this oh week. brother if you're lucky you you'd be lucky to watch <laughs> to watch spirited away um cool all right well until next time y'all take it easy see y'all